I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. And together we make Whole Life Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back, friends. Welcome. We have come to you today with an, an interesting subject matter. If you follow us closely, you probably realize that there was a week recently that we didn't put out a podcast. Yeah. And that's because we got hit with some sad news over here at Whole Life Vitality. Um, a good friend of ours um, passed away. Yes. And we wanted to take a minute to just kind of share about him and what he meant to us and what we have been through um, these last couple of weeks. So Sonny, very close friend of hers. Yes. I knew him, but he was almost like family to you. Yeah. And we, we really do pride on ourselves on being fully transparent with you guys. Mm -hmm. And I loved that Lauren had mentioned talking about this because it's been a really difficult couple of weeks it's for been us. Hard, yeah. Uh, this happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of just pressing pause and then starting back up and pretending like nothing happened, nothing happened yeah. um, instead, you know, we thought we should talk about this because... You know, we all, we have, we're all, if you haven't yet, you're going to experience loss Mm -hmm. at some time or another. And if you have, it's so, uh, it can be so comforting to, to hear how other people are coping and what they're feeling and what Mm -hmm. they're experiencing. And there's just an understanding there that really does help you feel seen. Yeah. So, uh, my friend, Michael, um, we met Michael. I can't even remember when it was. I I think it was through upwards and upwards is a, um, a program where, uh, young children can go and learn sports in a, you know, a really uplifting and, uh, encouraging environment. Yeah. Very inclusive. And my, my son started there as well with basketball and it was great. I love it. Yeah. I love that program when they're little. It's wonderful because everyone gets a turn to play and they don't keep score, which kind of drives some people crazy, but it's great for little ones who are just kind of learning. Yeah. They teach them the sport. So you can do, you know, I think they have football and basketball and cheerleading Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, uh, me and my husband played basketball. And we always knew that if our children were interested in sports, we would really like them to try basketball. So we put Aiden in, you know, upwards when she was, I think five is the first year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Michael and Tracy are friends. They have a daughter, Hayes, who is a year behind Aiden. So I think you can start in like kindergarten or something. So Aiden had moved up to six and Hayes came in at five. And so they ended up being on the same team and Michael coached them. And Michael is, or he was a, an incredible athlete and loved sports, loved sports, but especially loved basketball. 
uh, and wanted his daughter to play as well. So he had this idea that Aiden and Hayes would play together because they go to the same school, you know, would play together. And then by the time they were in high school, they would be just like this dynamic duo. So uh, that's really what happened. That's what I was going to say. That is 100% what happened. He started coaching them and then got them into uh, some AAU, you know, teams as they grew older. And um, when they finally got old enough at their school to play, it just thrilled his soul. Yeah. So we got very close to them. Um, His wife is a teacher at the school as well. And so really like our best friends. Um, We went on vacation together and everything. They just have Hayes. But... um, Really like a second dad yeah. for my daughter. So um, this was unexpected. Um, it was it was a heart attack. So it was unexpected. Um, he is their coach now, or was their coach now um, mm-hmm. in basketball. And has been. And has been. Since, since Upward. Uh, yes, yeah, since Upward. So he coaches at the high school. And now they're a junior and a sophomore. Yeah, so a junior and a sophomore. This has been, uh, what is that, 11 years of yeah. coaching these girls. Yeah. So they are, you know, they're in their basketball season mm-hmm. when this happened. Um, very unexpected. He's, you know, he was 49. So very young. Uh, and it has, it was, he, he was the athletic director for the school for 20 years. So yeah. this was his passion, uh, teaching kids um, the sport that he loved and then teaching them about, you know, Christ and, and what his faith meant to him was everything to Michael. And that was truly his purpose. Uh, so he did, he, he loved what he did and he did what he loved truly. And that's just something that I think is a gift to everyone. I completely agree that, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're in a place where what you're doing and it doesn't even have to be your career, but if you're not doing something in your life that feels purpose, you know, purposeful for you, Mm -hmm. then you know, really take this time to evaluate what are your gifts and your talents and your strengths and what do you love to do? And odds are God has given you that for a reason. And God did. He gave that to Michael for a reason. And Michael was so good at pulling that out of people. He would see potential in these students and say, you, you can do this. And I watched, I watched girl after girl say, Oh, I couldn't, I don't know if I could do that. No, you, you can do this. I know you can just come try. Right. Just come try. And then they would, and they would fall in love with, with him, with coaching, with the sport, with the team and just this camaraderie that he included them in was, was amazing. It was amazing. It it was, it was really, I mean, he, he had a gift for it Mm -hmm. for sure. He had a gift for it. And, um, so even at his funeral, there were a thousand people. I, yeah, at the standing funeral. room only. It was it was at a coliseum, and yeah. there was standing room only. And it was just full of people and conversations yeah. about how um, what an impact he made on their mm-hmm. life, and and even missions. Yep. He thought he was going into missions. That was what his plan was for his life was to be a missionary. And what's then, that saying? We make plans and yeah. God laughs. Yeah. I mean, truly in this, we don't this know. became his mission. Mm-hmm. And like this, this, um, position came open at the school yeah. and God said, no, this is what you're supposed to do. Well, and he was and, in his 21st season, right? right? 21st year. And so you think of all of the children that have come through that school and 
that he impacted over the course of almost 21 years. Yeah. That is just mind blowing. I mean, mind we've blowing. only been at that school for two years yeah. now and just in that short period of time, how much he has impacted us, right? Um, myself, my children, and just getting to know him was, it was a blessing. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. Yeah. And so when you are, um, when you experience a loss like this and, and loss is, it's a beast anyway, it's a beast, whether you know, it's coming, Mm -hmm. you know, whether you have someone that is sick. Um, you know, I I had a grandfather that passed away from dementia a years back and his dementia started seven years before he passed. Mm -hmm. And so we knew it was coming and it still hurt. Yeah. Like when he passed, but there's something about losing someone that's there one minute it and feels so abrupt and then it's just so abrupt. Yeah. And so it really threw the girls on the basketball team. Yeah. It threw the students because he was a teacher there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it threw his family, his parents, his wife, his friends, uh, everyone involved. It, it really threw us all for a loop every uh, single day at, at drop off in that right there at that front door. He's the face that yeah. every single middle schooler and high schooler saw first thing every morning. Yes. He has to fist bump the kids yeah. before they walk through the door. Every morning. And this is, he was not a bright sunshine, rainbow, smiley guy. He's an intense individual. Yeah. And, but that passion that kids. he had, you could just feel it. Yeah. Just palpable. And so it was almost funny to watch this kind of like stern faced man fist bumping all these yes. kids as he's coming into school. And that, he took that job very seriously. Very like seriously. he didn't want anyone else to do it. That yep. was his. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was hard. Uh, and so life for, for me and, and even, you know, for Lauren and she didn't know him for long, but he yeah. made an impact on her life as I well. was devastated devastated yeah. when, when I heard even that he wasn't, wasn't well. Right. And then, um, I was on a walk. Um, I was supposed to be doing school mm-hmm. and couldn't focus on my studies and went out for a walk. And when you messaged me and told me the news, I was mm, maybe like two miles from home and I had my dog with me and I had on a long sleeve shirt and I was a sobbing, blubbering mess. Yeah. And by the time I got home, and this is probably the most disgusting thing I've ever done. You ready for this? I had used my sleeves as tissues and then rolled them up. Yeah. (laughs) Because I was snotty and crying and just a mess. And that was with me only knowing him for two years. Two years. For two years. And the impact he had on us in that short period of time is just so profound because that is the impact he had on everyone he met. Yeah. And, and it's amazing because, you know, we are in the mental health field Mm -hmm. being a certified professional life coach and a, you know, brain health professional. And then Lauren being a nutritionist and a health coach. And we, we do this for a, you know, every day we talk about mental health, mindset, mental health as our life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I will be honest with you with grief, all of that, you, you, you know, like you, you are aware. Okay. You're aware of what you need, but with grief, it was like, 
I press pause on life for a while. (laughs) For these two weeks, it has been very difficult for me to get up and do a morning routine. Mm-hmm. to take the walk that I need to walk, to remember to eat. You well, know? And this is a morning routine that you have done consistently for five years. For five years. So this five is, plus years. This isn't something you were trying to implement. No. This is something that is habitual at this yeah. point. This is just part of your life. And that's what grief does though. Oh, when yes. And it just kind of takes everything that you know and shakes it up. Yeah. And I, I say it, it breaks you like there's like a tear, you know, and you think about, you think about a tear and when you go to sew a tear back together, you take the thread Mm -hmm. and you go in one side and then pull it all the way through and out the other side. And there's that moment of healing when you go in and it pulls it together and then you feel that gaping hole that's left. Yeah. And that's kind of what grief is because you feel it, that, that healing, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to get better. And then it just, that gaping hole is still there Oh yeah. and you just, you feel it so deeply, but you're slowly being knit back together. And I think that up and down or side to side movement, it's healing's not linear that, that up and down of the weaving of yourself back together is really a good way to look at it because there will be ups and downs indefinitely. Right. Really. I, my friend, I was talking to her about it and she, she has experienced loss as well. She lost her mother. And uh, she said, you know, we, we think that the grief gets smaller. She said, but actually the grief stays the same. She said, it's just like the world continues to grow around us. Yeah. And And that's really, like she said, you can liken it to almost like a ball in a jar. The ball doesn't get smaller, but it's just like we just keep putting it in a larger jar. We just grow. And so we grow. Mm -hmm. We grow around, you know, our environment. And and that's very true. Um, I needed, I needed that time. I needed to not push myself to do work, anything, anything. I needed to not listen to that voice that said, you've got to, you've got to crank these podcasts out and you've got to, you got to make reels and you've got to do posts and, Mm -hmm. and you've got to make these appointments. I had to listen to the part that said, you know what, you need rest and you need to cry. And I did, I allowed myself to cry and I need you to know that that's okay. Mm-hmm. because there are lots of people that apologize for crying mm-hmm. and that try to stop it. Yeah. Just let it out. And the you have to you have to face grief. You have to walk through it. You can't start the race and then stop and go back to the the <laughs> the starting line again. You're never going to get yeah. you know through it unless you continue. And that means that you got to feel things that hurt. that really, really hurt, that break you. Um, And I cried a lot. I cried in the shower. You know, I'd be okay and force myself to take a shower because even something like getting a shower and washing my hair felt so difficult. I didn't want to do it. Um, And so I would cry in the shower and I would just have to. Um, And I'd cry in the car and i just have to. And so many people... And, and me and Lauren were so good for each other with this, would say, it's okay. Yeah. 
we're just going to be sad for a little bit and that's okay. And it's better out than in because when you hold it in and you tell yourself it's not okay and you, you bury it down and bury it down. Then what happens is you slowly build walls between you and anyone else because you think this hurts so badly and I don't know how to exist in this pain. So I'm just not going to be close to anyone ever again. When I lost my sister, the thought that hit me so like a smack in the face was I don't know how to exist in this world where she doesn't exist. It's like, like everything changed. Like the whole world changed. Like the color of things were different. Like the filter on life was different, you know? And And so true. And just learning how to exist in, like you changed the TV channel and now everything's in sepia, you know, and you can learn how to exist in a world where everything has that different filter on it, but it takes some getting used to and it's really uncomfortable in the process. And you might think you still remember when that you had the other filter and that things were a little easier or different or whatever and feeling though feeling that loss, feeling that grief, it's just part of the process. It's part of the process and understanding that you're not going to exist in the same world that you were before. Yeah. You can't. And you never will again. And you can't go back to that. You have to, to learn how to exist in where you're at now. Yeah. And stop trying to fight to get back to mm-hmm. how you felt before. Right. And, and can't go back. You can't. And, and even realizing we kept playing the games mm-hmm. because the girls decided and Hayes too, cause Hayes is on the team. I want to keep doing this, Yeah, but understanding that it's not the same team now yeah. and it's not going to look the same and it's not going to feel the same yeah. without him there. And it's Okay. We're not trying to get back to how it was when he was there. It's understanding and appreciating what he left for us Mm -hmm. and what he taught, but existing in the world uh, that he set up for us. Yeah. You know, in that space that he set up for us and the things that he taught you and utilizing from there that the coaching's not going to be the same because it's not him. Yeah. You know? And the atmosphere is not going to be the same because it wasn't him. Mm. And that even the girls, you're going to play differently. Yeah. Because you're not playing for him. But that's okay, you know? And it's it's going to feel different. And you're going to feel different. And we all do. Uh, me and my husband, I mean, they were they were best friends. And my husband feels different. Yeah. And I feel different. Don't it, ever leave me, Sonny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really, uh, it, it doesn't mean that, um, that you're just ignoring it. It it means that you understand that what you have was special Yeah, and you're not going to have that again. You will smile. Mm -hmm. You will, you will quit crying at some point. Um, It comes and goes. It comes and goes. Goodbye is not a one and done. You say goodbye over and over again, yeah. uh, with, with memories, yeah. um, there, you know, even with now, like even the tournament that we were in this past weekend, it was like saying goodbye again, yeah. you know, watching these tournaments, watching those girls play that first game after he passed. 
it was so powerful. Yeah. That game, it was so powerful. These girls, they harnessed an intensity inside them that honestly, I don't think I've ever seen them play with before. Yeah. It was next level. It was one of those moments in a movie where a team comes, comes back from, you know, something horrible happening and they just blow it out. And yeah. that wasn't them forever. You know, they didn't no. win every game from then on. No, Hayes had the, her uh, career high points that the night. game after yes. his passing, but mm-hmm. then the next game we lost yep. and we didn't mm-hmm. have that. And that's okay. Yep. Because that's, that's really the journey yeah. with grief is you're going to have the highs and you're going to have the lows. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, I wanted to get across that you will do a lot of should have, like you will should have all over yourself mm-hmm. when you have grief. Like I should be, I should be feeling better. Yeah. I should get up and do my work and I should do this and, and I should, you know, or if I had enough faith or if I have enough, yeah. had enough trust, maybe I wouldn't be so sad. Maybe right. I could just give it all to God and not be sad anymore. But there is a season uh, we were told in the Bible, there is a season to laugh and there is a yes. season to cry and it is okay to grieve the people that you've lost and the, or the seasons that you've already passed. It's yeah. okay to grieve those. Don't put a time frame on yourself. Like that's truly, even me knowing what I know and doing what I do, I still needed people in my life to tell me it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to to be sad. It's okay to be struggling right now. It's okay that you are in bed today. It's okay. Yeah. So um, don't shove all over yourself. Don't put a time frame on yourself. Reach out to people. Um, talk. Talk through it. Sometimes you are going to want to be quiet and go, you know, internal, and that's okay. Um, but you do need to express what you're feeling, mm-hmm. you know, with those that you love, you know, don't keep that all in, you know, talk about them, talk about your friendship with them, you know, and what you had and, and what you learned yes. and what you're going to continue to carry. I think that's, that's what they, that's all that you can leave in yes. this world, right? Are those, the memories and the things that you learned and the things that you shared with other people. That's what you get to leave. Yes. Don't, don't should have on yourself. And also if I could, give you another piece of advice is when someone experiences loss, be, uh, be very kind and respectful to them because yeah. I think before this happened, I could hear of someone passing and I just pick, Oh, sorry. Their world shattered. has just shattered. Mm-hmm. Their world will never be the same. Yep. So truly, when you say to that person, I'll praying for you, stop what you're doing right there and then and yeah. pray for them. Don't use that as that band-aid statement that you just say to someone when you're like appreciating their sadness. Mm-hmm. Truly, truly take the time to pray for them. Take the time to reach out to them. Yeah. Take the time to ask if there's something that you can do for them Um whether it's, it's just, you know, offering an ear, a shoulder, a hug, 
Um, if you can maybe make dinner for them, if you can, uh, you know, if, if there's something that you can do, is there an errand that I can run for you? Mm -hmm. Is there something that you have, is there a gift or talent that they might need that you can offer to them? But truly when you hear of someone, uh, that has experienced loss, take the time to really understand that their world has just changed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and really be sensitive and sympathetic and empathetic towards that for them. Um, because I know that from here on out, that is what I am going to, to do for them because so many people have done that for me. And it's really why I'm able to sit here right now Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, continue to do what I'm doing two weeks after saying goodbye to my friend. It really, um, two weeks is a very short, it's a very short time, time and, frame, you know, and it's, and very, you're not, you're not better. You're no, not, everything, no. everything isn't wonderful. No, everything mm-hmm. is not wonderful. I, I still, I still cry. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's, it's traumatic. Um, it is, it is traumatic. And so I know that I want to do that for others. Yeah. You know, what people have done for me and how they've shown love and care and concern for for me and even, you know, my friend Tracy, how others have reached out for her as well. Mm-hmm. Just God doesn't waste, okay? God God never uses, like, never wastes anything that we're going through. He's going to use it all. So when you hear of that happening you know, really take the time to like be with them, pray with them and, and show love to them because they need it. When I lost my sister, I got flowers from sweet friends. They sent me flowers and it was very sweet and, um, I felt loved. But what was even more amazing than that is a year later, a year later, the this sweet friend had, I guess, set a reminder in her own ca- calendar to send me a card just saying, I just want you to know, I know it takes grief, takes a long time and I'm still here for you. Oh. And it just meant so much. That's amazing. A year later, getting that card in the mail. And I was like, someone else realizes that this thing that I told social media about and everyone was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Is still real for me right. a year later, two years later, three years later, it's still real for me. And the whole rest of the world feels like they moved on. Yeah. But I, that's still my world. That's yes. still the world I live in. And having someone acknowledge that was just really amazing for me. Yeah. It made you feel seen. Mm-hmm. It made you feel seen. Yeah. So if you can, um, just help them feel seen, mm-hmm. you know, and, and understood and cared for and prayed for. Mm-hmm. And if you say you're going to do it, stop right there yep. and, and do it. And it will mean more to them than you can ever understand. Than, yeah, anything. Than really. anything. Because yeah. I know that the reason that we're sitting here talking right now is because people have prayed for us. And that's, it's, the greatest gift. It's just the greatest gift. Take some time today and love on your people. Yes. Just, just give them some loves. Let them know that you're thinking about them. Um, let, let them know, embrace the moment, let them know that you're there and that you, you want to be there for them. And if you don't feel loved or you don't have people, please reach out. Cause we would love to pray for you. Absolutely. Because 
people love you. Yes. Even if you don't feel it. Absolutely. If you feel like you don't have a great relationship or relationships to build on right now, Sunny, our amazing mindset coach, wrote a phenomenal ebook about respect and relationships to really help cultivate those relationships that you are hoping to build or maybe to get yourself ready to be in a relationship that you can cultivate. And you can find that in the link below. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, As always, please like and subscribe. Maybe this isn't a great one to like, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But follow follow you know, along. Because uh, understanding. We're is, here for all of it. The understanding good, the, is love. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly, <laughs> yeah. right? We're here for all of it. So if you are in a rough place right now and you need to talk, then please reach out. We are here for you. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for being here. Bye guys. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.